This is Unclaimed Bands, show 166. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight uh, I have with me the robotics. Welcome, guys. Hey. Hey, girls. Hey. Thanks for for having us. Uh, Like I said, it's my pleasure to have you guys on the, uh, the show. Uh, before we jump into music and questions and everything else like that, can you uh, each introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in the band? All right. Uh, I'll start with myself. My name is Jared Devino. I'm the bass player, and I am 16 years old. All right. Uh, I'm Logan Robot Gladden. I'm the drummer, and uh, I'm 11 years old. All right. I guess I'm next. I'm Alex Shaw. I'm 14 years old, and I'm the guitarist. And I'm Angelina Byers, and I'm 13 years old, and I'm the lead singer. All right, nice, nice. I was hoping you guys were young, because otherwise it sounded like you were all, like, inhaling helium or something. <laughs> so oh. that's, that, but, uh, but uh, no, no, you're a very, very talented artist, which uh, we're going to give people a taste of your music right now. Um, what, uh, what song are we going to let them hear first? Uh, I guess, like, okay, this is, that's one uh, of our favorites. This is one of your favorites? Yeah. All right. Definitely. This, this is Psyched by the Robotics.
Alright, that was Psych. Guys, tell me a little bit about that song. Well, with this song, it's a it's something that we really like to... It's our first single, and it's something that we really like to use to represent our band, you know? It's uh, high energy, lots of drums, lots of bass, lots of guitar, you know, big singing, lots of haze. It's uh, a... <laughs> lots of haze. It's something that we really like to use to show off who we are and what our message is. Gotcha, gotcha. And what what is that message? Uh, definitely just high energy rock and roll. Um, when people see us, they're obviously like a kid's band, another kid's band. Uh, but we think of ourselves as a rock band that just happens to have kids in it, you know? And that uh, we want to be uh, treated like adults and a professional level. Well, you know, I was going to ask you guys about that. I mean, do you find it uh, difficult sometimes adults don't take you seriously until maybe they hear you play or watch you play? Well, I mean, from personal experience, when I was younger, I played with a lot of adults. And um, after a while, they start treating you like, you know, like family, you know. Uh, I started off, you know, playing some gigs around town, and people started getting to know me. And it soon wasn't, you know, uncomfortable to play in front of grown-ups anymore. And, you know, you start gaining a high respect from, you know, people who uh, watch you from a young age. So, yeah. But definitely at first. It's it's like they don't take you as seriously because we are younger, but once they see us play, it's it's always um, shock. That's the first reaction because we are so young, but yet we take what we do really seriously and we do it to the best of our ability. One of uh, my favorite things that I like to say is uh, people say the same thing before and after every performance. As soon as we walk in, they're like, Man, these guys are just kids. And then as soon as we walk off stage, they're everyone's going, "They're just kids. How do they do that?" <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, well, you know, how did you guys start? Because you are from all, uh, from different areas geographically, but how did you get together? How did the band start? Uh, well, actually, me and the bass player Jared uh, went to a, the same music school together uh, in town. And uh, after a while, we decided, uh, why not just form our own band? Uh, so we decided uh, we need a guitar player, uh, you know, a singer, and uh, and all them. And uh, we looked at YouTube, and we found uh, uh, this kid prodigy, uh, Alex Shaw, and Angelina Baez. And uh, soon they just uh, we started jamming together. Uh, in fact, I actually met uh, Alex at a music convention called NAM out in L.A., and, uh, you know, we jammed a little bit, and uh, after a while, we decided uh, to start practicing, performing some shows, and uh, one thing led to another, and came the robotics. Yeah, and they had they had found me off of YouTube, and I had just posted a video of myself at some random festival singing um, Rolling in the Deep by Adele, and they had contacted my family, we had gone back and forth, and then next thing I knew... I was flying out to Texas, and I was trying, we were, we did a show together at a club called Trees, and then from then on, like three weeks later, we were recording an album and rest. Well, with the, with the geographic locations, obviously, you know, you get together to play and all that, but is it difficult to, um, difficult having the band members located all over, you know, coordinating when you're going to play and where you're going to be playing at? Uh, Alex, you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, yeah, sure, we're from all over the country, but whenever we get together, we try and make the most of the time. 
And it's definitely so exciting when we get, it may be expensive to fly everyone into Texas, but when we're there, it's always so exciting and a lot of fun. And we try and make the most of the time that we do have together to get tighter as a band. Yeah, and sometimes we'll actually go on phone calls or Skype just to hear each other's parts. And then once they fly in, we'll uh, play together. And uh, one thing leads to another. And about after a week, we, we only have about a week of practicing uh, before sh each show. And uh, especially because we actually have one of our guitar players lives in Japan named Yudo. And uh, he since he does live in Japan, it's obviously really hard to fly him and, and uh, practice. So we do use a lot of Skype and... Uh, and phones and stuff like that to hear each other. Yeah, speaking of Yudo, how did you guys get him? I mean, how did you get in touch with him? How did you, you know, get him into the band? Um, uh, we decided that we wanted to put a kids' band together with some of the best, youngest musicians from around the world. And that's pretty much what we did. I mean, Yudo Miyazawa, he's, he's one of the best. I mean, he's been with Ozzy Osbourne and on Ellen and basically we found him through YouTube and we emailed him and we asked if he was interested and it seemed like he was. That's cool. That's real cool. They're just hey, a little email and you, <laughs> you had a, another player from Japan. I love that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you do you guys and I gotta ask this only because yeah you are young and we you know we're not gonna not gonna avoid it regardless of how talented you are and everything else like that and you are. Um, how do you guys find do you guys do you find it easy or hard to to juggle school and and friends and and have uh, you know we'll say quote unquote a normal you know teenage life? I mean, does it get get difficult to do that to find that that harmony and that balance? I think that yes, it's definitely really hard to juggle school with it sometimes. But we all manage and we all are pulling good grades. We're all, school is our main priority, of course, since we are so young. And we do balance it. And we definitely have had to make sacrifices with our friends and stuff like that. But we are working as hard as we can in school and then, of course, in our music. And so we find a way to juggle it where we're doing both to the best that we can. Yeah, um, like she said, we do miss uh, some events. Uh, I remember one time when I was in second grade, uh, I had a, a performance, and it was pretty much an all-day thing, you know, all, a bunch of rehearsals. I was, uh, and I was with my dad a couple nights before, and he, he told me about it, and it was actually the day of a huge school carnival that we uh, do once a year. And he was like, is it okay if uh, we miss this carnival for this? What do you want to do? And, uh, you know, of course, I, I choose my music first. Uh, but... Occasionally, it is kind of hard to uh, sacrifice, uh, like, a school carnival or any a birthday party uh, uh, for practice, but we definitely find a way to do it. Well, that's good. That's good. I think a lot of people, you know, have to realize that no matter what, being in a band is a job. It is, uh, it is you know, work, as it is no matter how much how, how much passion you have in it. It's still, you know, it, it doesn't come, come easy like that, and uh, that's admirable. You guys can, uh, can push forward with that. Um, now let's turn some turn turn things around here a little bit and, and just ask you this. Uh, you guys made it to what was it the eighth season of America's Got Talent? Uh, what was that experience like for you being exposed that way and, and what did you get out of it? Alex, you want to answer this? How about we have Ange answer this one? Oh Tell yeah, us yeah. A bit about it, Ange. <laughs> okay. Um... I think that it was, of course, like a crazy, awesome experience since we, we had seen the show on TV and it's 
really cool to say that we were on that and it's really fun to say that to all your family and just to be able to say that and it was such an amazing experience it really was it was crazy it was really different and there was so many people it was one of the biggest crowds I know that I have ever played in front of and of course there was so many people on TV and like it made me it was one of the most nerve-wracking experiences of my life of course and of the whole band it was one of the biggest things that we had ever done and it was just it was it was an awesome experience i think yeah the, yeah the best opportunity that we got was being able to play at radio city music hall in new york city like that's a huge event that not a lot of people can say they get to play especially at us because we're so young and it's such a great opportunity and every we made so we made a lot of good friends there a lot of other great acts um another person we know is a comedian taylor williamson we're still really good friends with him and uh there were over like 12 million people like watching us play it's almost mind-boggling to think about how many people were watching us yeah yeah that's pretty intense uh, the nerves were definitely going, especially whenever you're kids, you know, the producers say, all right, you're on in five. And then you think 12 million people are about to see me in five minutes. And it's kind of like, are they going to like me? Or are they not? Um, and it was definitely nerve wracking for me, uh, but it was definitely super fun. I think it was a great experience. And I'm glad that we went on that show. We got a, a lot of things out of it and we definitely did make a lot of friends. Oh, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, do you, obviously making the friends and all that stuff uh how do you do you think that that helped advance your career as far as the exposure and everything do you, do you have people who recognize you from that now oh. um i i think that of course there is a ton of people who now know us from america's got talent and it was just great exposure it brought the band closer together and it was something that really made us more professional the fact that we did that and it exposed us to that world of like all of that and it was really a crazy experience and i think that it was definitely really great for us uh we got a oh yes i believe i agree with uh angelina we got a lot of likes on facebook and even whenever we landed back home back in texas there are people who recognized us from the show and like congratulated us on how well we did yeah me and jared were definitely uh we were really laughing at that when there was a lot of people chanting, uh, not only family, but just random people. And it felt weird, especially that the next day we had to go to school and we were just kind of walking through the hallways and everyone was like, oh my gosh, you were on America's Got Talent. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, that was us. And it was uh, it was definitely fun uh, having everyone uh, know you. And uh, it's definitely a weird type of experience, though, going from almost no one knowing you playing in bars and stuff than going to Radio City Music Hall in front of 12 million people and, you know, every 10 people walking by the street recognizes you from America's Got Talent. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, well, tell you what, uh, why don't we take a pause and give people another listen to uh, another one of your songs. Uh, what are we going to let them hear this time? Uh, this one is Fallen. It's uh, on our album. It's the third song. Okay. This is Fallen by The Robotics. I've got my bulletproof belief And the 
All right, that was Fallen. Guys, what's the uh, best place for people to keep in touch with you and find out what's going on? Um, we have a Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Um, on Facebook, it's The Robotics Music. YouTube, The Robotics Music. And Twitter, at The Robotics Music. And we also have a website, www.therobotics.com. Okay. So people out there listening, after the interview's done, go to the website, go out to the Twitter, sign up, keep in touch with these guys. You certainly want to uh, keep following them because they're, they're going to be big. Uh, I, I truly do believe that. Uh, I love the fact that you guys handle uh, your approach and the way you embrace, you know, really rock and roll, okay? Um, instead of just, let's face it, a lot, a lot of people that are your age and younger, a little bit older, uh, gravitate to a little bit more of the pop stuff, which is fine, but it's nice to see, you know, rock and roll get, in a, get a nice shake from a younger generation. Um, and with that in mind, because you guys are such big classic rock lovers, and this is for each one of you, okay? So doesn't have to be a band concise inter- you know, answer. But if you could play with any one artist, um, who would it be and why? Uh, well, for me, um, if I had to play with one person, I would definitely love to play with, obviously, Jimi Hendrix, but, you know, we all know that's not possible. But someone living, I'd probably love to play with um, either Eric Johnson or Santana, because I, bo- I love their playing. I love the feeling they have when they play and the emotion they put behind their music, and I love listening to them. So I'd have to say either Eric Johnson or Santana. Okay. Um, I think that I would love to sing with Ann Wilson from Heart because she does sing Barracuda and that is one of my favorite vocal songs ever. And I mean, I worship her for that song and it's amazing. So I think I would definitely choose her. Nice. Um, I'd probably play with, uh, Kiss. I mean, I've been a bit, uh, I've been a fan uh, with them all my life. Uh, their drummer is, a. Uh, a guy named Eric Singer, and, you know, uh, I'm friends with him. I've been to uh, so many shows by them, um, and I've seen t- tons of shows, and uh, they have a great live performance, and I just love to, uh, you know, feel the experience in, f- in front of a huge crowd, uh, uh, chanting uh, at midnight, uh, staying up past my bedtime, playing with Kiss. That would be a dream come true. <laughs> cool. And, uh... The one person who I would love to be able to play with is Paul McCartney. Uh, one, because he's a great bass player, a great singer, a great performer. Another thing is uh, I'm a left-handed bass player just like him. I actually ha- have a Hofner. And uh, another thing is, I know you can't see this, but I'm actually wearing a jacket that I got from his concert not too long ago on his Out There tour. He, and it was just amazing to watch him play because he was playing for almost more than three hours with so much energy and he just non-stop and can probably play longer than I can. Well, yes, Paul, Paul doesn't give up. He's no joke, especially at his age and everything, you'd think. Well, that's cool. You guys uh, you guys got a lot of great rock idols, I got to tell you. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned about Radio City Music Hall and all that. You've also played a whis- Whiskey A Go-Go. So between the two, which was uh, which was more fun for you guys? Um, I would say, of course, Radio City Music Hall is kind of, for me personally, I can't 
it's it's really hard to compare the two because of course Little City Music Hall is amazing and being on that show was the most it was a great thing for our band and it was like an awesome experience not a lot of people get to do but then at Whiskey Go Go it was the first time for me that most of my family got to see me perform and I got to do it in front of my friends and it was just it was such a personally like an awesome night for me because there was so many people I knew there and so many so many people who had never seen the band actually live and it just supported me through it and they finally got to see it so I really for me personally I can't really compare um, for me, it would probably be the Whiskey A Go-Go, uh, probably because of all the great bands that have played here, there. I mean, so many so many great people. I mean, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, and the list goes on and on and on. And uh, it was definitely cool being able to play on the same stage that those two bands have played on. Uh, so that was, the Whiskey A Go-Go was probably my favorite. Yeah, you could practically see the sweat stains from them on their performances <laughs> on the stage. Yeah, seriously. Nice. Yeah, for me, for me, the whiskey was definitely uh, my favorite of the two because it was more intimate because the crowd was right there in front of you instead of seats in the audience. It was just standing room only, and everyone was so hyped up. It was packed, like wall to wall, and it was so amazing. There was so much hype in the audience. It was great. Nice, nice. Um, do you get you guys uh, obviously with your first record out on it? Are you guys working on any new music and new records coming up? Well, actually, me and Jared, uh, I have a little small home recording studio. I got some stuff for Christmas. And uh, occasionally he'll come over to my house, uh, plug in his bass or his guitar, and we just kind of jam out. Uh, a lot of the times we just kind of write lyrics to it, and I put, like, a drum machine to it. And then uh, me and Jared will go into a studio and record it with real instruments. And after that, we'll send it off to the band. They can learn the songs, and then we'll get together and play it together and uh, practice it, and then hopefully, eventually, we'll play it live. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys uh, draw a lot of your, I mean, where do you draw your inspiration from for your for your songs, for the, you know, the, the, the content of them? Uh, for a lot of the stuff I write, a lot of my stuff sounds a lot like ZZ Top, but I also, I also draw inspiration from uh, uh, Led Zeppelin and uh, Paul McCartney. I like to bring in a lot of those different kinds of styles into my music whenever I write. And then Logan does most of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I also have a piano uh, hooked up to my uh, computer. I play a little piano. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'll play the drums on the piano. And uh, when Jared's not here, I'll just put the bass track on that and pretty much everything on a piano. And then give it to Jared. He'll play that. And then, obviously, uh, we'll send it off to the band and do all that. Well, that's cool that you guys are able to do be that collaborative, even with the distances and stuff like that. That's that's great. I, I think, uh, you know, not to the modern age, being able to at least do that a lot easier than it used to be. Because I can't, I can't see, I can't see Led Zeppelin going. All right, I'm going to ship you this tape. You'll get it next week, and uh, you work on that part, and then send it back to me a month later. You know, I think, yeah. I think it's a little bit easier yeah. nowadays with uh, Dropbox and sending stuff that way. But that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Listen, before we wrap up here and everything, I, I want to thank you uh, once again, but is there anything you want to say to any of your fans out there? Um, I would just like to say uh, thank you guys for working us and, uh, and for just following us throughout the years as we've gotten bigger and bigger and for wanting us to come to your cities and giving us a goal and stuff like that. Just thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, 
This is Alex. I'd probably like to say to all the kids out there who want to start getting into music or have something that they're really passionate about, um, follow your dreams because, you know, no matter what you want to do, as long as you put in a lot of hard work and practice, you're going to go somewhere no matter what with whatever you want to do in life. And just don't let people discourage you based on, you know, who you are, what you look like or anything like that. Just go do what you want to do and, you know, keep working at it and stay in school because that's important too, definitely. Yeah, if we can inspire just one kid uh, to, to, to pick up a bass, guitar, drums, or sing, then it's all been worth it already. I think you guys will inspire a lot of kids, a lot more than just one, but uh, that's just my take on it. Uh, I, w- I tell you, honestly, I wish there were uh, people your age playing when I was younger. It might have inspired me a little bit more. But uh, that's that's for another time. Uh, I want to thank you guys for taking time to do the interview. I really appreciate it. Uh, do you have any gigs coming up? Anything uh, in the near future you want to you want to promote here? You want to talk about? Uh, in the summer, a lot. Uh... Um, I think that we are. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Logan. All right. Uh, <laughs> in the summer, uh, we're trying to uh, book some gigs right now. Uh, especially with school going on, uh, we like to put in some practice time, but not as much as gigs, mm-hmm. uh, because we obviously have a lot of homework and tests and stuff like that. Uh, but in the summer, we're uh, hoping to put some dates together, and uh, especially because it is kind of expensive uh, in the summer to uh, uh, do all that. Uh, we're actually going to probably start a, a Kickstarter this year in the next couple of months, and uh, that way we can uh, perform some more, sh- more shows uh, in the summer. Oh, sweet, sweet. So people can just find out about that on the uh on the website, right? They can follow it that way? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to post it on Facebook and all the social media once we get it out there. Cool. People out there, uh, make sure you keep an eye out for that and then donate. You know what I mean? Get the uh, get the band, get them going for uh, some new tour and stuff like that. That way you can get to see them in your own neighborhood. That's always a good thing. Listen, guys, I want to thank you very much uh, for uh, submitting the Reverb Nation and taking the time to do this, especially out of your busy schedule with the homework and everything else like that. And uh, being able to join me here uh, via Skype, it's really kind of cool. Well, thank you, yes. definitely. Thank yeah, you thank very you much for having us. Uh, no problem. Oh. Hey, everybody, uh, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and my guests have been the Robotics. Uh, make sure you check them out, and uh, you can see some great things uh, definitely in the future, if not already right now. Uh, thanks, everybody. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of the unclaimed band, its parent company, or subsidiaries.